Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Back when I was 12 years old, my mama sat me down and told me that PMS symptoms simply happened to all of the women in my family. I think what she may have said back then was, get ready to saddle up for a wild ride most of your adult life because your periods are going to feel like a curse at times. Who wants to hear that? Did your mama say that to you? See, every woman in my family struggled with intense mood swings. I'm talking Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde mood swings, heavy periods, migraines before our period started, bloating. I mean, the full spectrum of symptoms. We left nothing out. And that was simply the way it was. I remember when my mom ran her labs when she was in her 30s and her 40s, progesterone was nowhere to be found. We were simply a family of women who didn't have a lot of progesterone when we needed it. You know, during the luteal phase of our cycle, the phase when progesterone is absolutely necessary to function. But there was really never any explanation to why. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you too. When someone in your family tells you that it is just how it is, it's how you are because it's been that way in your family lineage forever, right? It's like, oh, our family has cardiovascular disease or our family has diabetes or our family has autoimmune condition, right? And there's never any explanation. And we know that it's so much more than genetics. Now, I have a feeling that's even been a case for hormone issues in your family, especially when it comes to your menstrual cycle and your monthly period. You may have been told that your aunt or your sister or your cousin or your mama had PMS symptoms or period problems too, and that was going to be your lot in life. But here's the thing. There is a root cause to the symptoms that I mentioned above, and because I struggled with painful heavy periods, migraines the day of my period starting, bloating, sore, lumpy breast. I wanted to know what the heck was going on. I was not going to settle for this was just the way it is in our family. And knowing that my mom and my sister struggle with the same symptoms, believe me, I felt even more compelled to figure out what was going on. And here's what was potentially going on. Excess estrogen was ruling the roost due to a number of issues going on in the body, including an unhappy gut and liver. Now, you've probably heard me say that excess estrogen or estrogen dominance is at an all-time high, affecting women of all ages, but most especially kind of that sweet spot for us as women, which kind of, it just naturally happens due to our hormones fluctuating. It's usually between 35 and 50 years old. And that's a big gap. Let's be honest. That's almost 20 years where we can be estrogen dominant. Now, if left unchecked, unopposed estrogen or excess estrogen in the body encourages the development of breast cancer, also stimulates breast tissue that can trigger fibrocystic breast disease. You can imagine if you've ever had lumpy, painful breasts, like times that by 10, and that's what you're dealing with, causes weight gain, headaches, bad temper, chronic fatigue, and a loss of interest in sex amongst other symptoms, PMS-driven symptoms, leads to a decrease in the rate of bone formation. Now, although most conventional doctors are not aware of this yet, it is suspected to be a prime cause of osteoporosis among many integrative practitioners. Increase in risk of uterine fibroids, 
that's obvious, we, especially in perimenopause. Again, no surprise that 89% of women have fibroids before menopause because that sweet spot between 35 and 50 years old where we have excess estrogen and that is causing the growth of fibroids on our uterus. Um, contributes to abnormal shedding of womb lining each month, contributing to a thickening endometrial lining, which is heavy periods, painful periods, menstrual cramps, contributes to irregular menstruation and spotting, promotes waterlogging of cells and an increase in intercellular sodium, which predisposes women to high blood pressure and hypertension. It's no wonder we see an increased rise in, in cardiovascular disease in women after our 40s and contributes to an increase of stroke and heart disease, which again is connected to this promoting waterlogging of cells and increase in intercellular sodium, not to mention in the inflammation that is being developed here. So these are some scary things, right? That over time, if we leave this unchecked, this is what could happen. And when we look at women, you know, the percentage of women who are dealing with osteoporosis, who are dealing with cardiovascular disease, we can see that there's definitely a connection here. And unfortunately, most women that I speak with are showing a lot of these symptoms of too much estrogen in relation to progesterone. They're feeling tired, bloated, facing heavy, painful periods, struggling with mood swings, migraines, sleep issues, fibrocystic breasts, right? Bloating and weight distribution around their hips, thighs, booty, and their abdomen, right? This, that belly fat that happens. Now, statistically, we know that women are dealing with perimenopausal symptoms earlier and earlier and are desperate for solutions. You know, because of the lifestyle we're living and how fast things are moving, we're just seeing women going to perimenopause and menopause earlier and earlier, as early as, you know, normally mid-30s, but sometimes earlier than that. In fact, far more women suffer from the effects of estrogen dominance during the transition to menopause and perimenopause, again, starting around 35 years old. Now, I call this the perimenopause spectrum because symptoms can vary person to person, as you can imagine, and estrogen dominance due to low progesterone in that luteal phase, that second part of your cycle, is one of the main causes. Now, before I dive into everything you need to know about estrogen dominance, I want to make sure that this is serving you today. So I want to just do a quick assessment and figure out, is this something that you're struggling with right now? but you can't seem to put a finger on what is going on. Or maybe you know someone in your family, a sister or a cousin or a mama who is dealing with this as well. And this may highlight, kind of shed light on what is going on with them. So as I list out the most common and sometimes surprising signs and symptoms of estrogen dominance, I want you to do a quick assessment to see where you're at or to just kind of assess where maybe somebody else is at in their life that you know that is near and dear to you. Now, after digging even deeper to the research, it's clear that unopposed estrogen can cause a ton of issues. And you want to know why? Estrogen reigns queen. I call her the Beyonce of hormones because she really is doing so much. She is she has receptor sites pretty much on every single cell of the body. She is bone growth, metabolism, blood sugar regulation, mood support, cognitive support, reproduction, right? Baby creating, right? Estrogen is doing a lot inside of our bodies. She is powerful and she makes powerful changes in our body. So it's no surprise that if she goes unopposed, we start to see some stuff going down. So if you are experiencing three or more of these symptoms, it is very, very possible that you're experiencing some level of estrogen dominance or hormonal imbalance. And if you are concerned that you are, guess what? 
I've got you fully covered in today's episode, which is dedicated to naturally reversing estrogen dominance, especially if you're in perimenopause, because that is where many, many women begin to experience a lot of these symptoms. Okay, let's do it. It is estrogen dominance assessment time. What I want to do first is I want to go through what I consider to be the most common symptoms. Like these are these are the true signs that your body is dealing with too much estrogen in relation to progesterone. Now, just note that you can be estrogen dominant and have low estrogen, but you just have even lower progesterone. And that was the case for me. My estrogen was on the low side, but my progesterone was in the menopausal realm. So definitely had estrogen dominance in relation to the zero progesterone that I had at 36 years old. All right, here we go. The most common symptoms are irregular or abnormal menstrual periods, like you're having spotting or heavy bleeding or it vacillates, it's just inconsistent. Heavy, painful periods that can last five to seven days. This was me 100% since I was a little girl, since I was you know, in my teenage years. Bloating, constipation, breast swelling and tenderness, ropey, lumpy, fibrocystic breasts. So kind of an example of this, if you don't know what I'm talking about, is if you've ever breastfed, um, it feels, it, this is what it feels like when your breasts are holding on to way too much milk. They feel just really hard and uncomfortable. That's what fibrocystic breasts feel like. Headaches and migraines, especially right before or the day of your period. Mood swings, often irritability and depression, even anger. Weight or fat gain, particularly around the abdomen, hips, and thighs, and decreased sex drives. These are the most, most common. Like when, when women list off these, I'm like, okay, that's what we're dealing with here. Also, exhaustion, fatigue can go on this list. Other symptoms that I also see is cold hands and feet. This is a symptom of thyroid dysfunction because estrogen dominance and low thyroid function can happen at the exact same time due to an unhappy inflamed gut and liver. This was the case for me. I was diagnosed with estrogen dominance and hypothyroid at the exact same time and they were both happening. Hair loss, brittle hair, skin and nails that just don't look good, a sluggish metabolism. Basically, you're seeing cravings, you are dealing, you want sugar and no matter what you do, you can't lose the weight. Foggy thinking, memory loss, especially word recall, feeling tired, as I mentioned earlier, trouble sleeping, and then obviously the slew of PMS symptoms. Even low back pain can be a part of that. Those are the big ones. So these are the biggest indicators for estrogen dominance. I want to know really quickly. I know I added a couple things and kind of gave you some more context. Did you get a chance to take the quick assessment? Now, if for some reason you weren't able to do so just now, take a moment, quickly push that button, that back button, 15, 20, 30 seconds. Finish the assessment to discover if your body is really needing to get rid of some of that excess estrogen. Now, as I mentioned earlier, if you're experiencing three or more of these signs, especially those most common ones, it is time to love up on you, right? We wanna focus on your liver, your gut, and those hormone pathways. Even if some of these symptoms have been around for a long time or you're not exactly sure what's causing them, isn't it worth exploring three of the biggest root causes for estrogen dominance, which are a sluggish liver, nutrient deficiencies, and gut issues? Now, when it comes to reversing estrogen dominance, it's all about protecting that liver and feeding your gut and addressing those nutrient deficiency gaps. Because here's the deal, your liver can't effectively detoxify estrogen or anything else for that matter without a critical amount of specific vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and cofactors. Your liver requires 
a lot of nutrients to function 24 seven. And if for some reason you're not getting those, it simply can't do the job. Now that we're done looking at that assessment and you have a more clear picture that optimizing and the detoxification process of excess estrogen may be something that your body needs right now or maybe somebody that you know, I want you to know that you can reverse what I consider to be very uncomfortable symptoms that arise when we clear out and support the gut and liver through phase one, two, and three detoxification. Phase one and two are in the liver, phase three is in the gut. Now before I share with you what I consider to be the three biggest needle movers, those steps to detoxifying excess estrogen, I want to quickly share how we become estrogen dominant in the first place because I would like to know. I have a feeling you want to know too. So let me briefly, quickly break down the role estrogen plays in our body and the interplay between estrogen and progesterone. So as you know, as women, each of us naturally produce the hormone estrogen in our adrenal glands, our stored fat tissue, and as well as our ovaries in women and our testes in men. Estrogen is necessary for the most important functions of our body, including childbearing, keeping cholesterol in check, keeping blood sugar in check, protecting our cardiovascular health and our bone health and our brain health. I know I talked a little bit about those a minute ago. And estrogen is balanced by progesterone to keep everything in check. Just imagine like a little teeter-totter, right? That is the checks and balances between these hormones. Now, when these hormones interact and balance each other out every month, we feel amazing. We don't have these symptoms. Everything is good in the world. We can go and do the work that we need to do and feel great about doing it. However, when we enter perimenopause, starting around 35 to 38, give or take, we start to see some of those changes, our body begins to experience some anovulatory cycles. That is a cycle with no ovulation occurring, which means no progesterone because in order to produce progesterone, we need to ovulate. And here's the deal. You may even ovulate, but it may not be a great ovulation. We don't produce enough of the important cholesterol and nutrients to make progesterone in the corpus luteum. So then we may have far less progesterone. We have like a substandard amount of progesterone in relation to estrogen. And at that point in that second part of the cycle, right before we get our period, estrogen often goes unopposed, causing the symptoms that I mentioned earlier. Skipping ovulation or having a subpar ovulation, however, is one of only one of many factors that causes estrogen dominance, but it's a big one. And that's the reason why it happens in perimenopause the most. What we know is that between 35 and 52, we decline progesterone by basically, I would say between 35 and 45 we decline progesterone by like 70%. And then the extra 30% happens as we enter into menopause. Now for estrogen, it's not 70 to 80%. It's only like 25 to 35%. And then when you're in your 40s, it is a rapid roller coaster. Some days it is insanely high. Some days it's insanely low. But consistently, because progesterone is so, so low, you're always still higher on the estrogen scale. So I just wanted to just paint the picture of what's going on and why that 35 to 50 year old range is so critical around estrogen dominance. It's because progesterone naturally just declines much faster and much more significant than estrogen. And I don't know why it needs to be like that. It shouldn't be like that, that's for sure. But I wanna talk about some of the other causes for excess estrogen, because unfortunately, we accidentally accumulate more estrogen over time. And that has a lot to do with the fast-paced modern world, 
filled with conveniences like getting Amazon packages 24 to 36 hours after you're ordering it. There's just a lot of root causes that drive more estrogen inside of our bodies, including environmental exposure, right? Environmental toxins like xenoestrogens, a number of chemical compounds, solvents, parabens, obesogens like phthalates, BPA, persistent organic pollutants are found in consumer products such as cleaners, Glade plugins, candles, plastic bottles, vinyl, shampoo, makeup, nail polish, mascara, plastic flip-flops, the receipts at your your Walgreens or drugstore. I mean, the list is endless. The varnish on your furniture, the flame retardant inside of your couches, and even potentially your mattress. All of this is just seeping into our body, causing more estrogen. And this is something that we got to work on, you know, over time to kind of remove some of this. I know that some of this, again, is not easy to fix out the gate. Next is the use of synthetic estrogens in birth control or hormone replacement therapy. And I'm specifically talking about synthetic hormone replacement therapy, not natural bioidentical hormones. Next is eating the standard American diet. This diet consists of non-organic food sources, processed food containing a high amount of pesticides, herbicides, and glyphosate. I'll tell you what... Even organic food, there's just so much glyphosate out there, it's impossible to ignore. I have a a dear friend of mine who is an environmental toxins expert and she does testing on thousands and thousands of people and the number one chemical, even the healthiest, cleanest people that shows up every time is going to be glyphosate because the residue is just almost impossible to get off of our food as well as growth hormones and antibiotics that are conventionally fed animals. Now we eat a lot of grass-fed meats, but occasionally we go out to dinner and we try our best. But at the end of the day, we probably inadvertently consume conventionally fed animals. It's gonna happen to any of us, especially in this world where we're doing so much takeout and takeout in plastic. Let's (laughs) single-use plastic at that. So, I mean, you just think about the conveniences and the things that we do Every single day, it just adds up over time. These toxins in our food contribute to endocrine disruption due to gut issues, liver issues, and hormone pathway disruption. Next is excess body fat greater than 28%. Since fat cells make estrogen naturally, the more body fat we have, the more estrogen we're going to produce. Next is leaky gut, gut dysbiosis, and constipation, which inhibits phase three estrogen detoxification by disrupting the estrobolome, the gut bacteria that metabolize estrogen. And then we know if we're not moving it out through bowel movements, it just gets reabsorbed in our colon and has to be recirculated by the liver. Next is chronic stress. This impacts, we know, the gut, the liver, the thyroid. It reduces progesterone levels, which lends to that imbalance. Unresolved trauma that can manifest into hormone issues and perceived chronic stress. Poor liver function. We now know that the liver is responsible entirely for metabolizing estrogen out the gate through phase one and phase two detoxification pathways. And when we are consuming a lot of processed foods or alcohol or a lot of sugar, we wear on the liver. We create a fatty liver. Forget what the percentage of people now in their 30s that are showing indications for a fatty liver. Nutrient deficiencies that impair phase one and phase two liver detoxification and methylation, such as B vitamins, choline, vitamin E, vitamin C, NAC, glutathione, just a small list of deficiencies that I see consistently, magnesium, medications, smoking, 
alcohol, these significantly burden the liver and your liver has to like do double time to manage that. And it, it turns off its other jobs to go and handle those emergencies. And then gene mutations such as a COMPT and an MTHFR mutation, which impairs your ability to methylate and detoxify your hormones. So let me just break this down really quickly in terms of gene mutations. Certain MTHFR and COMPT mutations, COMT mutations, harshly affect the methylation cycle and therefore leads to hormonal imbalances. One of the most common side effects of methylation deficiency is estrogen dominance. And most of us don't know if we're dealing with these mutations or not. I have a COMPT mutation. I do not have the MTHFR mutation, but I do have a COMPT mutation. And so I have to be super mindful. It's no wonder I had estrogen dominance um, on top of all the other things that I'm listing right here. This occurs because of the inability to remove estrogen due to a lack of methylation, forcing it to be recirculated into the bloodstream. So those are all of the biggest root causes. Are, are there some others? Sure, there absolutely are. But those are the big, heavy, big time root causes. And when you think about it, as, I, as I've listed all these big root causes, I want you to just take a moment and consider if any of these causes are impacting your hormone health or other health concerns as well. I know for me, real talk, stress, trauma, leaky gut, environmental exposure, and that COMPT mutation alone played a massive role in having estrogen dominance and other hormone issues over the years. And to be honest, some of these can feel really unavoidable at times. That's why I believe it's important that we first clean it up and then consistently adopt healthy lifestyle habits to keep excess estrogen and other inflammatory metabolites in check. And that's literally what we're about to break down right now. So now that you have a good idea about the common root causes that disrupt our liver and gut, let's talk about how to identify on labs if you have estrogen dominance. Because here's the deal, it's always a good idea to confirm your suspicion of experiencing estrogen dominance. You know, we can, we can fix what we can measure, right? And the best test to determine if you have excess estrogen or more estrogen than progesterone and seeing what I love so much about this test is you can actually see are the three different types of estrogen imbalance? Is estrogen metabolites going down the right pathway? I mean, we can look at the whole thing and really narrow in where we've got an issue. Now, the solutions I'm going to recommend to you are going to handle all of those no matter what, but sometimes it's really nice to know. So the test that I recommend, I talk about it all the time. I even had Dr. Carrie Jones on a couple times who has been the medical director for the Dutch test. And Dutch test stands for Dried Urine Test for Comprehensive Hormones. Now you can actually order this yourself online in the US and UK. You may be able to order it in Canada as well, I'm not sure. But you just go to dutchtest.com and you have to administer the test at home. You don't even administer a test. It's not a blood test, it's a urine test. So I always recommend finding an integrative doctor to interpret the results because the results are difficult to interpret. But luckily you don't need a doctor's approval to order this test for yourself if you wanna do it at home. With that said, the test runs about $400. So it's not the cheapest test in the world. And you do need to find someone who's gonna interpret those results because they're not easy to interpret. 
The other thing I want to mention is that because we did the assessment earlier, that assessment does provide a great indication if you are struggling with estrogen dominance, whether you test or not. And the beautiful thing is, is what I'm going to be talking about today is going to be beneficial no matter what. So you can move forward with the things I'm going to talk about, the solutions I'm going to talk about today, whether you do a Dutch test or not. I just think it's always a good idea to get confirmation. So once you confirm that you have estrogen dominance or an increase in excess estrogen, or you have a deep knowing that you are struggling with symptoms of estrogen dominance, there are some simple things that you can do on a daily basis, literally from the comfort of your own home to heal your body. So let's talk about leveraging natural solutions and lifestyle changes to support you. And the really good news is, is that implementing these recommendations will reduce inflammation, heal your gut, support your hormones. I don't know about you, but it is a win-win whether you're able to get that touch test or not. So the next three steps I'm going to be talking about are to address and reverse estrogen dominance in about 60 to 90 days. And the great thing is, is you will begin to start to feel amazing within about 30 to 45. It takes usually one full cycle to start to experience those changes. That's, that's usually within your cycle is when you are noticing those symptoms. So when it comes to naturally healing your liver and reversing estrogen dominance, I like to use three steps to help you minimize the exposure to dirty estrogen metabolites, and to safely eliminate toxins from your liver and gut. So step one is foundational. It is all about eating hormone-loving and liver-loving foods that literally you can start adding into your diet today. And I have a feeling that you may already be doing so already, which is a super big win. So when it comes to eating hormone-loving foods, it consists of protein, healthy fats, and fiber. So you want to eliminate all the toxic foods from your diet that contain hidden estrogens, including conventional meats, dairy products, um, conventional produce, anything that's processed, sugar, and you want to opt in for grass-fed, pasture-raised, organic whenever possible, and avoid added hormones, pesticides, fertilizers, used in conventional farming methods. And then adding in those healthy fats like olive oil, I mean, drench the olive oil, get out the avocado, and then healthy nuts and seeds if you can tolerate them. So I love pumpkin seeds, I love almonds, I love Brazil nuts, macadamia nuts, you know, and just a little sprinkle can make all the difference and really add a crunch to your salad. Next, it's all about that fiber eating lots of green leafy plants and cruciferous veggies like arugula, broccoli sprouts, and cabbage. Other foods like dandelion greens, avocados, and asparagus are amazing at boosting sulforane. In my 14-day detox, which we're going to be launching on March 1st as a live group, I focus on the foods that really love, protect, and feed your liver and gut. And I'll be sharing details coming up in later episodes as we get closer and closer to our spring launch date. If you've been thinking about it, this is the time. 2022 is your year. March is going to be a great opportunity for you to just really reclaim your body and just feel so, so good. Now, liver-loving foods, I just mentioned some, bitter greens, artichokes, avocado, lemon, broccoli sprouts, beets, and blueberries. And what I love is like even a green smoothie, you can do the bitter greens like arugula, um, you can do the beets, you can do blueberries, avocado, lemon. Um, on any given day, my green smoothie usually has all of those ingredients. So I just knock them out straight up in the morning and I just feel so much, so much better. Use filtered water, super important here. 
thanks to pollution and runoff, hormone disruptors, heavy metals, toxins, and endocrine disruptors are rampant in our drinking water supply. You can tell it don't taste good, right? So I recommend installing water filters on your taps and shower heads. Personally, we use a Berkey water filter for drinking water and shower heads, although we're going to be installing a full system now that we moved into our house um, probably sometime this year. That is step one, right? Step two. And by the way, for step one, I have, I'm going to be talking about how to get my estrogen dominance protocol and recipe guide in just a little bit that incorporates all of these foods into recipes that are delicious and amazing. So just hold tight. I'm going to get there. Step two is all about removing as many toxins from your environment that can impact your gut and liver. So we want you to use clearly non-toxic cleaning personal care products. It is time to ditch those chemicals. You know what's up. You can absolutely swap out literally your toxic products for vinegar, baking soda, water, essential oils. Personally, I love Branch Basics. It's probably my favorite company for, I mean, the concentrate does everything. Glass cleaner, hand soap, laundry detergent. I even use it for my dishwasher, tile, kitchen, bathroom, name it. And they have an oxy boost that can literally get the worst stains out. So it's just amazing. It cleans grout, it cleans everything. So that is my go-to recommendation there. Ditch single-use plastic bottles and containers. Replace all of your plastic storage containers and water bottles with glass and stainless steel. We use all Pyrex and we have hydro flasks and Yetis. If you ever seen my interviews on YouTube, I'm usually sipping on a Yeti. I've got two Yetis right here right now, one with coffee in it. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not drinking coffee and one with water and lemon. Next is minimize heavy metals and chemical exposure by buying as much organic and using good water filters and love your gut by using digestive enzymes, probiotics, apple cider vinegar, fermented foods. I mean, stick with those fundamentals and your gut will love you. And then do your best, do your very best to reduce your daily perceived stress through self-care, breath work, meditation, even dancing it off can get the job done. Just be able to integrate those in. I mean, prioritize you is really what it is. And then the mindset, always have a great mindset around healing and your healing journey because you deserve a body that feels amazing. That's what I believe to be true. Okay, now that you've got step one and two, Let's move into step number three, which is focusing on optimizing liver detoxification pathways to reverse estrogen dominance. Now, this is the most important step because we are literally cleaning up the liver. And this is the thing that most doctors, even a lot of my own patients consider optional, but I've discovered is a non-negotiable when it comes to balancing your hormones, especially when you are struggling with estrogen dominance. Supporting the liver on a daily basis is going to allow your liver and gut a chance to clear estrogen. And let's be honest, I know you listen to this show a lot, but so often we aren't thinking about our liver. I and mean, when was the last time you were thinking about your liver? I have a feeling maybe not during the holiday season, right? And I still feel like a lot of us are recovering from that. So the most recent research has shown that the average woman is exposed to over 180 toxic chemicals before lunch. And it's having a negative impact on our brain, clearly our reproductive function, and most especially our metabolism. And the only real solution to addressing all this accumulation of yuckiness and nasty metabolites and toxins is to give your liver and gut a great reset, right? To really help provide them with what they need to function. So one of the things that I worked on in 2021 
besides a baby and a book was I, I, because this had become such a major topic. I had people reaching out to me every single day on Instagram, through my customer service team, through email. Everyone was reaching out to me with symptoms of estrogen dominance. So I spent 2021 curating a supplement protocol that got to the root cause of estrogen dominance. And I created a protocol that optimized the clearing of estrogen in phase one and phase two, and also supporting phase three. So in my research, a tailored supplement protocol is the fastest way I know how to get the results since they are filling in those nutrient gaps that you are desperately needing. I cannot tell you how much success I've had over the years dialing in the right nutrients for the liver and being consistent with those recommendations for at least 60 days. I mean, you can literally turn it all around. You can clear all of that excess estrogen. So the first place to start when it comes to this protocol and getting rid of that excess estrogen, it's phase one liver detoxification. It's 100% necessary to clear up estrogen pathways in phase one. And my go-to supplement for this is going to be diindole methane, also known as DIM. So DIM restores healthy hormone balance by adjusting the balance of bad estrogens to good estrogens. It also blocks aromatase, which converts testosterone to estrogen. Now research shows that DIM and its precursor Indole-3-carbonyl adjusts the ratios of estrogen metabolites to protect you in several ways. Number one, it encourages estrogen to metabolize into the protective 2-OH pathway. It inhibits the scary carcinogen pathway, which is the 4-OH pathway, um, and it induces tumor cell death and prevents tumor cells from replicating, which is super, super important because we know that estrogen is a growth hormone and it can drive um, tumor cells. Now, as much as DIM is amazing here for phase one and it just mops up all of the mess of phase one, we still need to address phase two and the intermediate phase between phase one and phase two. So as you can imagine, let's just, I'm just going to give an analogy really quickly of what this looks like. So let's say estrogen dominance is like a flooded tub and phase one is a bunch of hair that is clogging the tub. But phase two is the clogged pipe down below. But if you don't fix both, like you can remove the hair and the water is still flooding out of the tub because you have that clogged pipe down below. So you've got to fix both. You can't just fix phase one. You can't just take dim and not do what you need to do for phase two because you're still going to have a flooded bathroom. So let's talk about the intermediate phase and phase two. There are several nutrients that we need here, way more than phase one. We need activated methylated B vitamins. These are critical for methylation or conjugation that happens in your liver to make sure that the toxins and excess hormones are in a safe form before they go to your gut. So if you're lacking critical B vitamins, this won't happen because um, we're not able to methylate and these toxins just re-enter the bloodstream. So making sure that you have a high quality bioavailable methylated B vitamin is a must. Now, phase two and intermediate, the intermediate phase between phase one and two require ample supply of antioxidant nutrients to pass toxins through the body's two phases of detoxification onto the gut. Glutathione is a chief antioxidant that fuels detoxification pathways 
and is supported by other antioxidant vitamins. Sulfur-containing nutrients and selected minerals are essential for tagging the toxins for elimination. Not only does my liver support blend address the intermediate phase between one and two, it also gives your liver what it needs to process the toxins for phase two onto phase three. On top of that, the blend also supports the gut. So here are the components of the liver support blend. Vitamin C and E, which are two chief antioxidant vitamins that are designed to protect cell membranes and DNA from damage from any toxins and helps through that intermediate phase. Alpha-lopaic acid regenerates vitamin C and E to prolong their activity and also supports both phases of liver detoxification. NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine, is a precursor to boost detoxification and eliminate mercury and other heavy metals. Selenium, L-leucine, and NAC protects the central nervous system and any buildup. It's also aiding in the excretion into phase three. Chelated minerals bound to methione will support the removal of heavy metals and toxins and metabolites, and it's an important cofactor for phase two liver detoxification. And then you've got also grapeseed extract and curcumin, also important for that intermediate phase and phase two. That's the liver support blend that is bringing the business to ensure that we are conjugating and methylating over to phase three. Next is hormone balance, probably my number one best-selling hormone support blend. This is the supplement that flies off the shelf all the time. It is a powerful hormone and estrogen balancing formula designed to address estrogen dominance and balance reproductive and stress hormones. What I love so much about the Hormone Balance Blend is it has some really key properties to support the liver. So calcium deglutarate, broccoli seed extract to promote proper elimination of excess estrogens in phase two liver detoxification, resveratrol and catechins from green tea to maximize antioxidant protection for the liver and gut. And then it has got Vitex and black cohosh to boost progesterone to eliminate things like night sweats, hot flashes, and period problems and PMS symptoms. Now, what I have found is that these four supplements together address the root cause of estrogen dominance while also helping to balance out our hormones, particularly estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, DHEA, and cortisol. So the last solution I want to quickly mention, because I need to mention it, is going to be natural progesterone serum. Now see, it's one thing to have estrogen dominance addressed by working on phase one, phase two, and phase three detoxification. However, it hasn't necessarily addressed the progesterone issue. And progesterone is often the hormone that we take for granted. And unfortunately, as I mentioned earlier, she starts to decline and slip away in our mid to late 30s, definitely in our 40s. By the time we're in our late 40s, we have very little of it left. And it could feel like the wheels just fell off with terrible brain fog, anxiety, mood swings, sleep issues, and that deep feeling that you're just not resourced anymore. You can feel more easily triggered on a mental and emotional level, and it just feels like when you don't have enough progesterone, life is hard. And that's because there's such a big emotional piece to it. So what I have noticed too because of the pandemic is I've seen progesterone levels plummet in women across the board, especially 
especially because of all the stress and everything we're dealing with. So it's one thing to clear the estrogen and get it going and make sure that we've got good balanced estrogen. But if you know that you're struggling with the emotional and mental peace, it is potentially worth, especially if you're in perimenopause, to bring on a safe and effective yet gentle natural progesterone serum that you can topically apply either each day, depending on where you're at. If you're closer to menopause, you can use it daily. But if you're still cycling, I recommend it during that second half of your cycle when you make progesterone. So again, although the first supplements target the root cause of estrogen dominance by protecting the liver and feeding your gut and balancing your hormones, the progesterone serum solves a major problem immediately. And I think that's why it flies off the shelf as well over and over and over again. Like my mom, she will cut me if she doesn't have her monthly supply of the progesterone serum. That is how serious it is. And I actually use this exact serum to get pregnant at 41 years old because I needed more, as I mentioned earlier, in my 30s, I didn't have any. I was literally menopausal when it came to progesterone. So trying to get pregnant with no progesterone, that's really challenging. So I ended up using the serum when I was trying to get pregnant and I actually ended up using it all the way until I think my 15th week of pregnancy and then I think I weaned off of it. So when you combine all four of those supplements and add the progesterone store, to your daily nutrition habits, your body is in a position to heal so much faster. Honestly, it's, it's in the best position. And honestly, even without the big nutrition changes, these supplements will go in and fix the issue that I addressed earlier in the episode, the sluggish liver, the gunked up pathways, the struggling gut. And basically what I've noticed in about 60 days, you are a whole different person without those disrupting symptoms that are wearing you down in and out. So to make this protocol super, super easy, I ended up creating a kit with all four of the supplements plus the progesterone store. I call it my complete hormone kit. And I cannot tell you what a difference it has made for hundreds of women so far. I think I've sold out of this kit four times since I released it in the fall of 2021. I, I released it back in early November. We continue to keep selling out because this kit does such a phenomenal job at clearing excess estrogen by supporting that liver and then helping you to boost progesterone levels to balance out your hormones. Now, I just actually held a class earlier this week on estrogen dominance. And so right now, because we did the class, the kit is 15% off with free shipping. Plus you get the estrogen dominance protocol guide and recipes with everything included, everything you need to know, recipes, food, all of it to basically reverse the symptoms of estrogen dominance. So if this is something that you feel like you're dealing with right now and you are ready to tackle, the kit is just drmarisa.com slash estrogen kit, or you can go to the show notes for this episode because the link will be there as well. And as I mentioned, the kit is 15% off this weekend. You get free shipping and you're going to get the protocol guide for free as well, which is a $50 cost associated with it. In order to ensure that you have everything you need, it is added as a gift as well. Now, before I finish up today, I know it was a lot that we covered and I'm just so excited to be able to have this solution for you. I want to quickly share a testimonial that I got yesterday from Terry Anderson. She's a customer that started this kit before the holidays. And I'm just so proud of her that she was committed to it during the holidays because I know how hard that can be. So Terry said, I started with the complete hormone kit to manage my night sweats, painful periods, and PMS symptoms. And within a month, I experienced so much relief. I'm now 45 days in and the night sweats are almost gone. 
and my family noticed a huge difference in my mood and overall emotional well-being. This kid has changed my life and has given me a new perspective on how to heal. And just a heads up, Tina is 48 years old and really going through that major perimenopausal transition. Now, what I love is that testimonials like these, they show up in our inbox every single day. And I wanted to share this with you because this is what I want for you too. If you are suffering with symptoms driven by estrogen dominance, you can 100% reverse it like I did, like my mama did, and like so many other women have done as well. You should have an opportunity to heal your hormones in the comfort of your own home. And that is exactly what this offers. And as long as you are consistent daily and you are focusing on the supplement protocol and adding some of those gut and liver loving foods into the mix, you can literally transform this in 60 days. So I want to say thank you so much for listening in today on the Essentially You podcast. This is a topic that is near and dear to my heart because it was an issue that I had for so long. And so if there is somebody in your life that needs to hear this today, take a moment, screenshot this episode, send it on over to them or share it on social. And when you do share it on social, definitely hashtag hormone CEO or hormone literacy and let me know. Have a wonderful day until the next episode. See you soon.